Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's switch gears to the daily baseball bets we will be making today. And one that jumped off the page from the jump is this Rays and Cubs game because mm-hmm. we have Shane McClanahan pitching. 8-0 this year with a 1.97 ERA. And because of that, the Rays are big favorites here, minus 190 even on the road in Chicago where Kyle Hendricks is countering. He's 0-1 this year in a small sample size, 6-2-3 ERA. Jenks, what am I not seeing? Does Rays feel super square? It feels like something you got to play. You have to. I'm waiting for a Rays first five run line to be posted. I keep looking for it. It's not at BetMGM yet, but I'm going to be all over that because you're talking about a half run that you're Mm -hmm. laying with the Rays, the best hitting team in baseball. You've got Shane McClanahan, arguably the best pitcher in baseball. And Kyler Hendricks made his first start after a year because he had that capsular injury in his shoulder. And so he's still sort of working back into form. I would be all over that. I'm just waiting to find a number posted. The only thing I could find was Shane McClanahan to record a win, which is even money. That's kind of similar to a first five innings bet, but also it's kind of like a little same game parlay because they have to be winning while he's in the game. And also after he leaves the game at the conclusion of the game. So there is a reason that that is even money, but still you're talking about the best team in all of baseball going against a Cubs team that's throwing a rusty Kyle Hendricks and also a team that barely scratched across enough runs to win a game behind an absolute gem behind Marcus Stroman just yesterday. One, one, nothing. So I think the way to play it is either Shane McClanahan to record a win at even money or take a look at his outs prop because I think it's 17 and a half, which means he needs to go six innings. I think he can against the Cubs. It's a little juicy, though, at minus 155. So maybe we'll stick with Shane McClanahan to record a win. That's the only way I see it with the numbers in front of me. But we know baseball is. We'll see. Uh, Let's go to Houston. Astros twins here. We've got Minnesota minus 125 favorites behind Joe Ryan, who's been very good as well. Joe Ryan for the twins, 7-1, 2-2-1 ERA against Brandon Belak, a younger guy for the Astros, 1-2 with a 3-5-5 ERA. And because of that, the Astros, home dogs here, plus 105, total of eight runs. Jenks, when I saw the pitching matchup, I said to myself, mm-hmm. okay, it's probably the Twins. But on the same side of the coin, 
I am not somebody who wants to fade the Astros, especially at home. I know they just took care of business, mm -hmm. uh, or the Twins just took care of business against the Astros, but it took extra innings. I don't know how to feel about this one. Yeah, I'm the same way. Initially, I was like, Twins, Twins, Twins. I, I looked at Twins' first five money line. You know I love my first five bets, but that's minus 160, and I don't feel great about that. Now, I will say, I'm going to be willing to lay the juice on bets that I really like from this point forward, but Brandon Belak has been pretty decent and he's given up more than two runs only once in five starts and that was last time out against the brewers so for an astros lineup that can explode anytime for a pitcher that has been better than you might think as much as i love joe ryan as good as he has been i'm not willing to lay a buck 60 on the first five so i think i would just take minnesota at minus 120 on the money line but i'm like you the astros are playing such good baseball right now don't want to get in front of those guys one trend that has hit for Joe Ryan, though, is the over. His hit in three straight starts, surprisingly so, because you see somebody with a 2-2-1 ERA and you think to yourself, oh, probably an under game, right? Hasn't mm -hmm. been the case, as the offense has backed him up uh, in two of those games, at least, being wins. Uh, but Brandon Belak, the trend for him has been the under, three straight games to the under. So maybe the under is the better trend here, but it's not something that I like to play coming off extra innings when you have to use those extra pitchers. And also when Jose Altuve is back in the lineup and just hit a grand slam just yesterday. Uh, so yeah. no play for me. Let's go to Toronto. Blue Jays Brewers. Blue Jays minus 160 on the money line. Milwaukee plus 135. Total of nine and a half runs. Adrian Hauser going for the Brew Crew. 1-0, 2-2-5 ERA against Yusei Kikuchi, who's 5-2 despite a 4-5-6 ERA. Jenks, should we start? The barking. Do you like a dog in this one? Because I feel like I kind of do. I do too. Give me the Brewers on the money line. There's no way the Blue Jays should be favorites this heavy. Please tell me if I'm missing something. I'll be glad to hear it. But Kikuchi has given up 12 runs in his last 13 innings pitched. And maybe it's because he's faced three teams that can absolutely hit the ball. Rays, Orioles, and Braves. So maybe that's it. Maybe they expect less from the Brewers because they don't hit the way those teams do. But ultimately, there's no way I'm going to lay a buck 60 with a guy who has been lit up over his last three games. So give me the Brewers plus money here. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus Right. The tagline is, yeah, that guy can give it up. Kikuchi can definitely give it up. I think the sabotage factor is the twins strike out the most in baseball. And I'll say this about Kikuchi. 
He gives up runs, but he also can miss some bats. When his stuff is working, it's really working. Maybe it's worth a look at his strikeout prop of over five and a half. Uh, because like I said, the Twins have the highest strikeout rate in all of baseball. Striking out 20, uh, or no, it's the third highest, at 25% of the time. So maybe that's the play. But otherwise, I ain't trusting Kikuchi, and I'd go with the plus money on the card there. Uh, let's go to Baltimore Orioles Guardians here. We've got Baltimore laying a buck 50 at home, Cleveland plus 125. Total eight and a half runs, Cal Quantrill. Going for gar- the Guardians, two and three, four seven five ERA against Kyle Gibson. The veteran is six and three with a three eight two ERA. Jenks, we were talking about trends. We were talking mm-hmm. about these two teams earlier in the show. The Guardians have now hit the under in five straight games. Do we think that trend continues, or are you playing a side? I would look at the under for sure because you're right. The Guardians are definitely an under team. I would take a gander at the Orioles at minus 150, and I'm not quite so sure. Maybe both can come home. They absolutely can. I'm not so sure how the Guardians are going to hit Gibson. They rank third to last in Major League Baseball against right-handed pitching, and Gibson had a rough spot in May. But over his last two starts, he's been very strong against the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Guardians are only 2-7 and seven in their last nine games on the road, so I would go under or lay the buck 50 with Baltimore. Right, because the trend for the Orioles has been they are very good when they are favorites. A pretty, um, you know, a, a, a stat that jumps off the page when they're favorites, 20 and seven this season. So if the Orioles are favored, it means they're usually getting the job done. Also been pretty good at home this year, 16-11. So I think I would lean towards the O's. Next up, let's go to Miami. We have Padres and the Marlins swearing off. Miami minus 130 favorites behind Sandy Alcantara. Ryan Weathers countering for San Diego. Total of seven and a half runs. Sandy Alcantara has been a little up and down this season. Is this the time to put your faith back in Sandy? God, doesn't he have to have some sort of positive regression at some point? I feel like if he's going to do it, this has got to be it. His metrics aren't as good as they were last year, but he's still Sandy Alcantara. Maybe I'm giving him too much credit and I'm laying too much money with the Marlins here. I would still lay the buck 30 with the Marlins. Also, if he's going to have a good outing, Chelsea, isn't this the time to do it because the Padres don't hit second worst team in the majors against righties ahead of only the A's? I'm not going to bet it personally, but I would lean Marlins on the money line. At some point, I have to feel like Alcantara has some sort of dominating outing. He's, he's due. One would think, and you're right, the San Diego offense has been very, I want to say up and down, but it's mostly been down. So it's been a team that's really hard to trust, really disappointing season for them. I think I would lean towards the Marlins, but still, it's not like the Marlins counter with a great offense of their own. They're one of the worst offenses in baseball as well. So I think this is probably a stay away from me. I'm hoping that Sandy Alcantara gets back on track just because he was such a good pitcher last year. So uh, one kind of would hope, but still it's a stay away from me. We have time for maybe a couple more. Let's do Phillies Mets. We have New York minus 135 behind Kodai Singa, who's 4-3, 394 ERA. And Ranger Suarez going for the Phillies. Do we like somebody in this game? Is there an angle that people should know? 
Oh, you know what I'm going to do here? Playing this down to eight, hitting the over at minus 140. Now, Kodai Singa is a guy I don't trust much, but I have to say, full disclosure, he has been great at home. An ERA of only 1.57, pitches very well at City Field. Ranger Suarez has been terrible. He's given up 12 runs in 11 innings so far this season. Both of these bullpens are mediocre at best. I thought this total would be closer to nine, so I'm going to bring it down to eight and play it at minus 140. I'm a little torn on the total because the Phillies definitely feel like an over team, but they really haven't been this year. For some reason, it just hasn't come through, at least in the the broader sense, over under record of 23, 26, and four. So maybe it's about even, but you're right. Uh, Especially when Ranger Suarez has been pitching, usually the runs have come aplenty for the other team who is batting. I don't know if I trust the Mets enough. I feel like I've said that a lot on this show. But it's a good price for the Mets at home. Kodai Singa has been better. I think he's better of the two pitchers. So I'll go with New York, at least in the first five in this matchup. Let's go Mets. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.